Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy with Living on God's Word. Today we're going to be reading 2 Timothy chapter 2 from the Jesus Bible NIV edition. We're going to review some key takeaways and we're going to end our session with a prayer. So let's get started. The appeal renewed. You then, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. In the things you have heard me say in the presence of many witnesses and trust to reliable people who will also be qualified to teach others. Join with me in suffering, like a good soldier of Christ Jesus. No one serving as a soldier gets entangled in civilian affairs, but rather tries to please his commanding officer. Similarly, anyone who competes as an athlete does not receive the victor's crown except by competing according to the rules. The hard-working farmer should be the first to receive a share of the crops. Reflect on what I am saying, for the Lord will give you insight into all of this. Remember Jesus Christ, raised from the dead, descended from David. This is my gospel, for which I am suffering even to the point of being chained like a criminal. But God's word is not chained. Therefore, I endure everything for the sake of the elect, that they too may obtain the salvation that is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. Here is a trustworthy saying, If we died with him, we will also live with him. If we endure, we will also reign with him. If we disown him, he will also disown us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful for he cannot disown himself. Dealing with false teachers, keep reminding God's people of these things. Warn them before God against quarreling about words. It is of no value and only ruins those who listen. Do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who does not need to be ashamed and who correctly handles the word of truth. Avoid godless chatter because those who indulge in it will become more and more ungodly. Their teaching will spread like gangrene. Among them are Hymenaeus and Philidus, who have departed from the truth. They say that the resurrection has already taken place, and they destroy the faith of some. Nevertheless, God's solid foundation stands firm, sealed with this inscription, The Lord knows those who are His. And everyone who confesses the name of the Lord must turn away from wickedness. In a large house, there are articles not only of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay. Some are for special purposes and some for common use. Those who cleanse themselves from the latter will be instruments for special purposes. Made holy, useful to the master, and prepared to do any good work. Flee the evil desires of youth and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace, along with those who call on the Lord out of pure heart. Don't have anything to do with foolish and stupid arguments, because you know they produce quarrels. And the Lord's servant must not be quarrelsome, but must be kind to everyone, able to teach, not resentful. 
Opponents must be gently instructed in the hope that God will grant them repentance, leading them to a knowledge of the truth, and that they will come to their senses and escape from the trap of the devil, who has taken them captive to do his will. This is the end of 2 Timothy chapter 2. So what is Paul telling us in his last letter to Timothy? Uh, Paul is basically saying that we are to serve God as soldiers serve their commanding officer, that we are to work the field as the farmer does and be ready to harvest the crop and to benefit from it. We are to dedicate our life to God without any question. Paul did this to the point that, as he said, he was suffering even to the point of being chained like a criminal. But he knew that in doing God's work, God's word would not be chained. The more he was chained, the more God's word was released, the more it traveled, the more impact it had. And he warns us again, and is warning Timothy against false teachers, because they can really destroy the faith of many. In those times, there were many teachers saying that Jesus had already resurrected and had returned. And that obviously was not the case, and is still not the case. But he said, the Lord knows who are his, and those who are his must depart from wickedness. He also instructs us what we should do in terms of fleeing evil, but desiring to pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace. He tells us not to get involved in quarrels that are silly, stupid, and not able to teach, and not to be resentful. He says opponents, they need to be handled gently, instructed gently, and pray that God will grant them repentance. So we see many instructions here from Paul to Timothy. He's basically saying, trust God. Your strength is going to come from God's grace because a Christian's relationship with God begins with grace, not works. And God's going to then freely give you salvation. He's going to forgive you and he's going to give you the Holy Spirit. He's given us the Holy Spirit to live inside each and every one of us. He talks about how dangerous it is to drift away from the truth, and that's why we are to guard God's truth. And in essence, the secret to building a ministry that honors God with your life for decades to come, even after you have died, is to always keep God's word at the center of who we are Every single day, God's word needs to be at the center of our life. When people do things that we don't like, when people make us upset, when we get surprised, when we're not at our best, we need to run to God's word. Keep it and hold it tight because that's what's going to deliver us. God's word is the only thing that can deliver us every time we feel anxiety, stress, hypertension, and facing people that are just not nice, people that may not have God's light in them. We may be doing spiritual battle, and the only way to win that spiritual battle is by having God's word at our center, at our core. 
So again, Timothy example, if we're going to follow Timothy example, we must flee from youthful lust and we must walk away from pointless arguments. And instead, we need to pursue righteousness. So walk away from those arguments. Don't let your ego engage you in a battle. And finally, if we're going to pursue God, we're going to have a ministry that's going to require us to endure in the midst of suffering. But in order to serve God faithfully, we need to face persecution in this life. So let us pray. Father God, thank you so much for delivering us this day, for giving us these wonderful words through Paul in his letter to Timothy. Lord, thank you for showing us what it takes to be faithful to you. Thank you for showing us that we need to be faithful to your ministry. And in order to do that, we're going to face much persecution. We're going to face many spiritual battles. We're going to face many people who don't know you, Lord. But in order for us to win, then we will win every single one of those battles only if we keep you in our core, at our, at the center of who we are, at everything we say and that we do, at, at the center of every action and every word, of every thought, of every argument that we put forth, you must be at the center, Lord. And only then, Lord, will we truly be reflecting your light, your true purpose for us, Lord. So th we thank you and we ask that you send the Holy Spirit to dwell upon us, Lord. And we just ask this in your son's name, Jesus. Amen. This concludes today's reading and interpretation of 2 Timothy chapter 2. We hope that you will join us again tomorrow. God bless you. This is Kennedy, your brother in Christ always.